Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to episode 28 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. As always, I am your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Today we are going to take one of my all-time favorite things, coffee, and compare it to your life. There might be times when you want to throw your coffee at my face, and in honesty, that's okay. I can I can take that. But I challenge you to enter this episode with a clear mind so that hopefully we can get your mind and your coffee just right. So go grab yourself whatever you think right now is a good yummy cup of joe, and let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat. Fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. All right, so again, just like last week, this week's sponsor is yours truly. Um, I, I think it's kind of fitting that today is episode 28, and this will be the last episode that I record at age 28. So right now, all of my programming from fitness to mobility, meditation, nutrition, all of those things are either 20% off or $29 off. Uh, so if you have ever wanted to work with me, if you need some help with any of those things, maybe you don't need help, but you just want some more accountability, like the list goes on and on. I am here for you. Uh, send me a message. Check the link in the description. All of those good things. Um, my birthday is coming up within this week, but the sale is going on until April 19th. So get your booties over to the site uh, and save some monies. All right. With that being said, let's switch gears here as we talk a little bit about coffee to begin. So I have had an episode in the past where I talk some about pour overs. Um, if you have questions about like actual coffee techniques, I recommend to backtrack and go listen to that guy. But overall for today, the main thing that we are going to talk about is the idea of the espresso and how that's kind of shitty most of the time and how that then relates to our life. So first off, a shot of espresso, I think we are all aware, is just a real small little sip of coffee, right? Um, uh, a lot of times they might be used with a different bean. It might be a stronger bean. Um, but in the U.S., especially within smaller mom and pop like shops uh i think that they are getting better with using single origin beans for espresso purposes as well if you go to something like italy for example uh espresso is made differently but the beans themselves are not necessarily single origin which might sound like i'm kind of 
contradicting myself in a way because you'll hear me talk a lot about how much I love single origin um, and I also love me a true espresso like an Italian espresso so um, bear with me here for a moment but primarily within the United States uh, and this I 100% fall under this category I think I have a little bit of knowledge when it comes to coffee but not that much So let me backtrack for a moment and tell you my reasoning for this little bit of coffee knowledge. A few years ago, I came up with the idea to open up a yoga studio and coffee shop. At the time, I knew a lot about yoga. I guess I should also add that I had been teaching yoga for quite a few years. But all I knew about coffee was what I liked and what kind of environment I liked. So I quickly realized I had to fix that if I wanted to try to open up a coffee shop. Cue when I started working for a small little chain of a coffee shop that is located within the Tampa Bay, Florida area. During this time, I was one of the baristas that you probably see on the regular from a big corporate like coffee company to a small mom and pop shop. And what I mean by this is, I was a barista that would take your order as a cashier. I would also be the one to prep all of the coffee itself. And I was the one that would be slinging shots. Now, I'm not trying to say that if you know a lot about coffee, you cannot ring somebody up on a cash register. Like, that's not the purpose of what I'm trying to say. However... I do think that within so many different parts of our society, we have this tendency to throw so much onto one person, one thing, one job. So rather than a coffee shop potentially hiring cashiers and then hiring experienced, knowledgeable baristas, we hire one person and we teach them how to do it all. And I'm not trying to say that that is the main reason why we get some shitty espresso in the U.S., but hang on for just a second. Bear with me because I hope in a minute this all kind of clicks and makes sense. So here in the United States, we have a tendency to burn our espresso shots. We always want our coffee super fast, grab it and go. I think the main reason why Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts have done so well is because you know what you're going to get. There is normally some form of consistency. Every once in a while, sure, somebody Fs up your order, but you normally know what to expect, and you also know that you can get it so fast, especially within the most recent two to five years when ordering things on your phone is now an option. You don't even have to go wait in line. You can do it, schedule your pickup, good to go. And again, I'm not trying to say like this means that you should never go drink your favorite pumpkin spice latte. I personally absolutely hate everything pumpkin and I will 
forever probably make fun of you for drinking it. Um, but that's just me being more corny me, right? I understand that you're busy, that you're stressed, and that that's just something that brings a smile to your face. And if you know anything about me, I am all for the smiles. However, let's take a moment to really think about what an espresso should be and how we then treat it in the U.S. All right, so a shot of espresso should be very potent, but not something that is extremely bitter or burnt. Now, don't get me wrong, it does take a while to acquire a taste, just like how it would for beer and different kinds of liquor. But whenever you do taste an espresso made properly, you should get this very creamy-like texture. It should have what is sometimes known as a kiss of foam. There should be a lingering aftertaste. And you should be able to find things that are strong, but not so much that it like makes your eyes want to pop out of your head. (laughs) In regards to the flavors that you will taste, those will be different based on where your beans are from and if they are mixed from different origins. But overall, the tastes that you should be looking for are bitterness, your acidity, Uh, sweetness and the part that takes a while is finding the right sweet spot and by sweet spot I do not necessarily mean finding the right amount of sweetness although that is a factor I'm basically just saying it might take you a minute to dial in and to find the right awesome mixture of all of those flavors, of all of those aspects that make up a nice good shot of espresso. For example, too much bitterness and a long lingering aftertaste usually is an indicator that the coffee is overextracted, while too much aggressiveness or like a very sour acidity-like taste, something that really makes you pucker, That would be a sign that the beans themselves might be under extracted. In a balanced pull, which is the process of you physically pouring the espresso, your shot should have a bit of all three. We don't want too much bitterness and too little bit of sweetness. We need just the right mixture of bitterness, acidity, and sweetness because all three of those are going to complement each other. Now, as I'm saying this, you might just be like, okay, how is this going to relate to my life? And maybe even rolling your eyes because you're like, I get it. I have tried espresso multiple times. I don't like it. I like a shit ton of milk and flavor and sugar and all of the awesome whipped cream in my coffee. Well, Hang on for a moment because I bet you you have then not actually had a very good cup of espresso. And the reason might be because nine times out of ten, you are going to get something that you can sip on that you just truly love and admire the taste of, but you want it in this very fast, quick timeline. 
you want to be able to walk into the coffee shop, get your coffee within less than two minutes, and leave. Well, my friends, I can tell you that if you were to get a good shot of espresso made correctly, or if you were to get a pour-over poured correctly, both of those are going to take time. Neither one of those would be able to be prepared adequately within less than two minutes. It's just not possible. Hence why you then get that burnt-like taste, the taste that a lot of people complain about with Starbucks. If they just got a shot or a black coffee, they complain that Starbucks coffee is burnt. That's the exact reason why. <laughs> because we want something to, we want to be able to taste all of these awesome flavors that we hear about, yet we basically say, okay, I'm going to order this. Uh, can I have it now, please? <laughs> and I think that that's something that we do on the regular, not just with coffee. How many times do you look at your health and you just want to be able to wake up the next morning and see something different? The reason why I absolutely hate weighing myself every single day. To be honest, I have probably stepped on a scale two times since I have lived in the state of Virginia. So I really do not care about what the scale says. And no, that is not just because I am a smaller person. People say that to me all the time whenever I start talking about weight. It's just the fact that I do not care what the difference is from day to day. I have studied and I understand the body well enough to know that if I squat something that's very heavy, if I'm trying to hit a one rep max, my body is going to weigh more the next one to two, maybe even three days. It's going to hold more water. My muscles are going to be inflamed because I just did something fucking badass. And my body is now trying to make up for all of the hard work that I just put it through. So we are again taking this Americanized idea and applying it to something that just is not going to happen overnight, period. It's not something that we can just magically get in a very quick amount of time. And I will put the blame too on just our society in general from the things that we do regularly throughout the day, which leads me to the idea of habits. So I have now talked a good amount about habits on this podcast, and I highly recommend that you go read the book, Atomic Habits. However, the primary point that I'm trying to make in regards to a habit is that it takes more than 21 days. It definitely takes more than uh, 30 days. It takes more than 60 days. Uh, you, you gotta keep working at it, right? And once you do create a habit, if you step away from it for a week, you're backtracking by like a month normally. And I'm not trying to say to like not go on vacation or something, but that's just the way our bodies work. If you were to wake up every single day at 5 a.m. to be able to go work out and you did that for seven months and now your body's starting to wake up like this little automatic clock, you just wake up early and then you go away for a week and you slowly start waking up later and later and later. Well, if you don't set your alarm your week back, you're probably going to sleep past, right? And 
You're going to feel like you just took one step forward with mental health as you did not set an alarm. And then five steps back because setting an alarm is now really hard again, right? And with this example, whenever we get back from our week away, this is whenever we strive, we reach so quickly for the American shot of espresso. We reach for something that is a extremely quick fix without automatically creating, reestablishing a habit. We think that because we have done work for X amount of time, for this example, that is seven months, we then think that we are a freaking superstar and that we are then entitled to be able to do this shit without any struggles. And I'm sorry, that is just not the way it works. If we instead take time to really cultivate and make this amazing espresso where each and every time that you dial in and you pour that shot, it tastes like something a little different. You get this tiny bit of a chocolatey taste that you didn't have before. Or relating it to this idea of your progress in the gym. You come back from your week of vacation and you are instead happy that you were still able to do a pull-up. Maybe your body is feeling really sluggish and you can't do your normal three pull-ups in a row, but you're just proud that you can still do one, right? You took a week off and you can still do one. In my opinion or the purpose of this episode, if you will, that would be the awesome realization that you are not taking the quick fix. You're not taking the quick route. And I will say within my personal profession, I feel like a lot of people do fall under this category. We get so proud of ourselves for putting five months of work in. And sure, there are definitely still the 21-day fixers and 30-day challengers and all that BS, but I'm now realizing that there are a lot of people that get to the, let's say, half a year mark, and they're seeing progress, things are going great, they are so proud of themselves. And then something happens. Maybe it is something like a pandemic, Uh, maybe it's just a change at work, Maybe it is a life change, a good life change, like you got engaged. And then you take a a tiny step back. You are not able to dedicate a total of five to seven uh, hours at the gym. And that week you devoted one hour to the gym. And because of that, you then get so frustrated whenever you try to get back to your normal routine. That's whenever you're then reaching for like seven shots of an American espresso at once and you're thinking that if I just take all seven of these shots, I I should be good to go. I'm right back to where I was, no problem. Our bodies physically, mentally, and everything in between do not work like a book. Meaning you can't just pick it up and continue to read off from where you left off. Continue to read from where you left off is what I'm trying to say. And what I mean by that is maybe you are reading a novel that you love and you just have been short on time. 
you put it down for three or four days, you pick it up and you read the first few sentences and then all of a sudden, bam, it comes back to you pretty quickly. Our bodies don't work like that. And unfortunately, if you continue to treat your physical body, your mental body, your breath, your relationships, your everything, if you continue to treat them like a shitty freaking espresso, you will forever be in this little rabbit hole or this little never-ending circle of getting shitty freaking results. You will then continue to have shitty relationships. You will continue to go through cycles with your body where you are so happy with what you see in the mirror and then you get really pissed off real quick. Because just like the idea of what a good shot of espresso should taste like, you need this awesome little balance of everything. You need the little bit of sweetness and you need the little bit of bitterness. You can't have too much of one because then your taste buds just kind of say, ew. I know that this episode has definitely been more of the rambling, what you now know, I like to call yoga teacher talk. I guess this time would be hot mess yoga teacher talk. So let me take a minute to recap. Number one, espresso should not be something that automatically tastes burnt or extremely bitter, which unfortunately you do get a lot of time within the United States. Take time to either do some research on your own or search for a coffee shop that's just really dope that takes time to make the goods. And number two, take that same mindset and apply it to your life. Maybe you even start just with the idea of coffee. Rather than setting this timeline for yourself where you have two minutes to enjoy coffee, maybe you instead give yourself something that is like 20 minutes every day to enjoy coffee so that you are then in a better mental headspace You are potentially drinking better coffee, meaning you are not filling yourself up with a ton of syrups and sugar and things that should just never be inside a coffee cup. And maybe you then take that awesome combo of taste and time and throw a big fat smile on your face and then you go conquer your day and then you go be superwoman, right? So Primarily, we're trying to find a good shot of espresso and take every little bit of the idea that you now know, every little piece of the puzzle when it comes to this espresso shot, and apply it to your life. Know that all of the things that you really want are going to take so much work, period. That's just the way it is. Suck it up, buttercup. I'm sorry that that is the best explanation that I could give to you. However, we do not want it to be that we are then working so hard towards something that we don't see the light. We don't want it to be that we're spending an hour to make one good shot of espresso. Like, no, that's a little ridiculous. Um, Unless you're behind the bar and you have plenty of time to do that, that's just not feasible. We have to find the balance. You have to find the balance of all of the flavors that make you you and then continue every single day to work on those things. Of course, you're going to have your off days. You're going to have your shitty days. You're going to have your vacations. The list of all of that goes on and on. 
That does not mean that you then try on your first day back to normal you to go 150% balls to wall because that's going to crash on you oh so quickly. I feel like I'm already going back down rabbit hole me and just rambling, so I'm going to try to cut it here. (laughs) Um, If you have any questions in regards to what a good espresso should be, where to get one, um, or if you have any questions as how to apply this to your life, please let me know. If you found any value in this hot mess express of an episode of all of this rambling goodness, then please do me a favor and just give this episode a share on Instagram. Tag at caffeinated yogi talks and or at Danielle the yogi and that's spelled D-A-N-Y-E-L-L the yogi. Again, all of my TCY services, meaning the caffeinated yogi, (laughs) all of those are on sale until April 19th, unless you're watching this in the future. Uh, I guess I should say April 19th of 2021. I'm sorry, April 19th of 2022 might not be the same thing. So if you have any questions about working with me individually from fitness, mobility, nutrition, or mindfulness, please also send me a message or check the link in the show notes. I would love, love, love to be able to work with you and to grow this community off of the headphones. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, namaste and slay boothang.